What's going on guys? Welcome back to Cover 6 Flicks. This is your host here, Edmund. And we're actually going to talk about the newly set Final Four. Um, I know I didn't really go into depth about, you know, college basketball. Um, I don't really talk about it a lot on the pod, but I mean, it is a major sport and I was definitely interested in some of the things that happened um i like everyone else filled out brackets i like everyone else had those brackets busted because of the upsets by teams like oral roberts and you know all, all these teams that, that that really showed they had what it took to 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 get to where they they could go it's interesting i in one version or another, I had the final four teams that we have now. It's so crazy. In one, in my first bracket that I filled out, I had UCLA going to the final four. But of course, you know, I only had Oral Roberts ha having one upset, not two. Um, you know, like I had them losing to Florida, and it was a lot. It was a lot that went down. But this final four doesn't surprise me. Um, in fact, in the five brackets I filled out, in four of them, I had Gonzaga, Baylor, and Houston in four of those five brackets. In the, in the, in the one bracket I didn't, I had Houston. Uh, I, I always thought Houston was kind of underrated, as it were. I think that their, their lack of shot making was a little bit overstated. Um, you know, they showed that against Syracuse, though, that they were for real. And, of course, they, they make the comeback uh, in the Elite Eight. This is a really good, well-balanced basketball team. I like them a lot. Um, I think that it would not shock me if they beat Baylor. I mean, right now, I, I, I'm going to go with what I originally said, and that's Gonzaga and Baylor in the championship game. I In, in almost every bracket, that was the outcome I had uh, written. So... Uh, that's the one that I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with for now, because I just thought at the end of the day I, I, I thought those were the the two best teams, and a lot of people, you know, I got to see Baylor play um, in you know in the in the Big Twelve tournament, and then obviously here in the tournament, and they're a very good team, they're a deep team, they have the the, the depth necessary off the bench to make some noise. I like them a lot. Um, they're a good team more of a defensive team than an offensive team they they're they're not i wouldn't say they're elite offensively but they're definitely good enough i mean there's no question um when you look at gonzaga gonzaga to me is the best team and it has nothing to do with them being undefeated i got a chance to watch them uh in the west coast conference tournament um especially the comeback they made against byu i think that said a lot about them um it showed a lot about them exactly what kind of team they are and and they are a team that, to me, offensively, I don't think they can be stopped, and that includes with Baylor. Uh, and if they were to, to, to get that far, I thought the best team to beat them was USC. Uh, I filled out a bracket probably from um, on ESPN. All the other ones were from CBS, but I filled out a bracket on ESPN, and I had the winner of the USC-Gonzaga game winning the national championship because I felt like USC's size... Um, their ability to make shots would be a problem. Um, their ability to go to that zone, they have an outstanding point guard. I thought all those things would be a factor. Turns out none of them were. 
uh, Gonzaga beat the doors off of them. And the way they did it is the way that they beat a lot of teams. I think they're they're the opposite of Baylor. Baylor's great defensively, good offensively. Gonzaga is Gonzaga is one of the best offensive teams I've probably ever seen in college basketball history. I know a lot of people always, oh, they're overrated. I remember my buddy. He told me that. He said, every year, you know, Gonzaga gets to the tournament and they always lose. And I told him, I said, okay, we're going to see. Because I told him, I told him way back before I had even watched them play that I said, I think they're going to win the whole thing. I said, for sure, they're a Final Four team, even if they don't win the whole thing. And he thought that was crazy. He's like, no, he's like, they're a small school. They're not going to do that, blah, blah, blah. And I told him, I said, listen, man. I said, I haven't watched them play yet. I said, but they're undefeated for a reason. Oh, because they play in a weak conference. I said, I'm not taking anything away from them. But they also played three or four teams non-conference that are some of the best teams in the nation right now. And they beat the doors off those teams. So you can't say that, oh, well, it's just because they play in a weak conference. No, they showed out of conference that they're legit, right? They destroyed Kansas, right? Who else did they play? I'll have to I'll have to get back to you because I, I, I wound up watching – almost all the highlights of those games um just seeing what is it what is it that they do so well and I mean really it is their offense is the catalyst listen this team shot 40 percent against USC and still scored 83 points think about that (laughs) that's an insane number that's insane listen it's hard to score 70 points in college basketball on a regular basis. This team put up 83, and they didn't even shoot it well. But their ball movement, their ability to turn a good shot into a great shot, and to me, Drew Timmy, I, I just think he's the key to everything. I thought USC, having the bigs that they have, would give him all kind of trouble. It, it wasn't even close to the case. He dominated them like he's dominated everybody else. And I I think he's the key. He is the key to me because they, I was thinking about this the other day. This is a better team than the national championship game team from a couple years ago. And the reason is this. I don't think they're as deep with Zach Collins coming off the bench. You know, they had a lot more depth on that team. But what's the difference? The difference to me is they have great college players. That's the difference. You got Drew Timmy. You got, um. Uh, I can't even think of the guy, number one. <laughs> the NBA draft uh, choice guy. He He's a legitimate number one. And then Drew Timmy. So you have two great players there. And then you have Kispert. I'm sorry, I keep forgetting these guys' names. But you have Kispert. He's also a great player. And then all three of those guys can get their own shots, right? That's what I think that national championship team lacked. They... Cannot see because of the stupid sun, dude. Yeah, we got we're gonna have to put this sun out. I can't see nothing because of this freaking sun. Almost just had a freaking accident. I would have tore him up too, boy. I wasn't going that fast, but I was going fast enough that I would have wrecked him. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I think I think that's the difference with this team. Um, and then off the bench, they got depth off the bench too. Um, they're to me the best team 
I, I here, here's what I always say about defense. I know you guys, you know, you hear me all the time talk about defense wins championships, and that that is true. Defense does win championships. I do believe though that in college, right, especially. It depends on the kind of teams that are out there, right? But I think that in college basketball, defense matters less than offense does. And this is what I mean by that. Look at the team last year, Texas Tech, right? They had the best defense in the country. What happened? They get all the way to the championship game. They lose to a better offensive team in Virginia. Virginia, you could say, was a defensive team too, but they were still putting up 85, 90 points, you know, you're not going to necessarily be able to do both all the time. Um, to me, that's why I think the Zags are going to win it all. It has nothing to do with anything except I think they are by far the best offensive team. And in college, that means a lot more, right? Like you have, yeah, I guess this guy just wasn't going to slow down. I should have just let him hit me. I don't like people. Uh, you guys hear me say that all the time, but they, they do stuff all the time that just... Uh. Anyway, um, I think it matters a lot more, your offense in college basketball. Because, first of all, it's easier to make shots, even 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 with great defense, if you can shoot, right? And because the college game is not the NBA game, even though you might, you know, you might run into a team like USC where everybody's big and they're 6'8". But all you all, all Gonzaga did was they spread them out. They ran their normal stuff, right? And then down low, they had a mismatch. Drew Timmy is a legitimate 6'11", 7-footer that can get his own bucket anytime he wants down there. He, he's got a little bit of a mid-range game. Um, and then you saw a couple you saw a couple plays. He pushed the ball down the floor on his own and got a bucket all on his own. I I just think they're they're the best team. But we haven't even talked about the other Final Four team, and that's UCLA. And UCLA is a surprise entry in this year's final four of course because they are in 11 seed they literally were in the play-in game <laughs> this is a very good basketball team as well though when i look at ucla play the one thing that strikes me about them is that they are so much like gonzaga in that they can beat you in a lot of different ways not so much on the defensive end like Gonzaga although Gonzaga played really good defense against USC uh, they have to give, get credit for that but UCLA to me reminds me of Gonzaga in that they have so many guys that can get their own shot and they can play the isolation game and in college when you can do that when you got three four five guys that can create their own shot on a regular basis like, they don't need a set offense to get a bucket. That says a lot about your team. That's why I think this game against Gonzaga is going to be a high score. It's going to be something like in the 80s, the 90s, maybe even the 100s. Because both these teams offensively can create buckets against anybody. The question for UCLA is always going to be, how are you going to deal with Drew Timmy, right? That's You got to feel like, okay, if we're going to beat this team, we got to find a way to slow him down. USC couldn't do it. The other teams before that could. Creighton definitely couldn't do it, right? All the other teams before that couldn't do it. Can you deal with him on Gonzaga's side? Gonzaga has to ask the question: Who are we going to focus on and why? Right? Because UCLA has more than one guy you have to slow down. And so, are we going to try to take one guy out of the game? We're going to try to take two guys out of the game. What are we going to do in terms of our matchups? That's going to make it easier on us on the defensive side of the ball. That's going to be the question for, for, for 
UCLA for Gonzaga. I'm sorry, um, but it's an intriguing game for sure. I, I think that ultimately, like I said, I think Gonzaga will prevail. And then in terms of Houston against Baylor, this is another intriguing game because Baylor's defense is so stifling at times. It, it really powers their offense. Houston is just probably the best balanced team left, I would say. Um, they can play a combination of great defense, a combination of great offense, maybe not all at once all the time. But it's I think that what what this what this this tournament should should teach people is that it's time to stop overlooking the mid-major schools. It's time to stop overlooking all of these schools who maybe they don't have um you know the the big superstars maybe they're not one of the blue blood programs right maybe they don't have a tradition of excellence you know maybe they don't have like UConn women's basketball 13 straight final fours <laughs> but what they do have is they have guys who've shown they can play at a high level and in college anybody can beat anybody on any night like you're looking at look at look at the two two teams in the final four really three teams in the final four Baylor is probably really the only one that you would say, out of all the teams, Gonzaga included, that you would say, okay, we expected them to be there. Why? Because they're from the Big 12. They're a little bit more put on the national stage. It doesn't mean Gonzaga wasn't, you know, you're surprised they're in the Final Four. But I, I had a lot of people telling me, not just my buddy, that Gonzaga wasn't for real. They're the same as they always have been. They're not going to get to the Final Four. They're not going to win the national championship. You know, they have a better chance of losing than they do of winning at all. This is what people think of mid-majors, generally. And so Houston. Houston was another team that, oh, but they can't make shots. Ah, they're not really for real. Eh, they ain't do that great against competition. So you got two of these teams in the Final Four, one from Conference USC, USA, one from the West Coast Conference. And then you have an 11 seed in UCLA that, let's be honest, they didn't really do much in their in their in their in their uh, conference regular season, right? In the Pac-12, it, like USC played better than they did, but guess who's going to the Final Four, right? And, and so, th look, the college game more than anything, more than any other any other any other sport is always going to be about matchups, and that's why any team at any point. Can get there. Any team at any point can beat any team, especially when it comes to the field of 64. You, I mean, look at UCLA now. Now they've gotten hot here, and they're about to take this on a long run to the Final Four, maybe even a, a little bit more. You know, depending on how they do against Gonzaga, but it, it's it's about matchups. Like the things that matter usually in professional sports, they don't matter as much in college because even though you can focus on stopping people. If if you can't score enough, if you're scoring 66 points a game, 70 points a game against the elite teams or against a team that can stop you well enough, all of a sudden that number is going to go down from 70 to about 62, 60. You're not going to get the stops that you would normally, and that kind of makes a difference in, in a regular game. So anyway, guys, um, my final picks are going to be I'm going to take, like I said, Baylor and Gonzaga to duke it out for the national championship. I'll probably be back on that one uh, for that game whoever it is I'll, I'll be back it won't matter we'll talk about it briefly and, and discuss the, the keys to the game and all that stuff but anyway I appreciate you guys listening be sure to like comment subscribe and I will catch you next time